ไปฮึอ่าเสียงนี้สมาร์ทอ่าเสียงนี้สมาร์ทอ่าเสียงนี้สมาร์ทอ่าเสียงนี้สมาร์ทอ่าเสียงนี้สมาร์ทอ่าเสียงนี
Um, uh, <laughs> no, because I. <laughs> no, you. You know what you feel. I you know look this like art. you're like you look like uh, academics when Joe Budden had to fight or not. Who right. was the, the kid? You're like, huh? You're watching me fight. Uh, <laughs> no, it's academic? because we've lived. This happened. This really took know, off right after the last. During the show, so you know all about it. Whatever. It's a. It's a very. It's my favorite novella. Yes. Uh, okay. Hey, Neil Bianca, two cents in the Neil. Wait, Akeel pause because yeah. you're not explaining it right. So, so that part makes sense. That's Neil's take. Yes. People came at you very hard from all sorts yeah, of walks on of all life. Kinds of, yes. Getting and we talked about it last. Personal ad hominem, pro, like, yeah. Ad hominem. Attacks. Fuck you. You're Dave Parasite, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> and again, if you <laughs> think I'm Dave so Parasite, that. that's why Dave asked me to write. Oh my god. Record. I'm not recording. Hit it. Fuck. Tell people what happened because we're not redoing that. <laughs> no, no, we're not. But yours is recording. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, no, no. Just for my, video people. Yeah. For video people, my, uh, I forgot to hit record. <laughs> I was so into Neil's now, story. Now poor Will's going to have to sync this up. God, the good thing I'm is sorry, though, you were talking. Is, I wasn't doing You didn't doing say that. anything you and be... <laughs> It's going to be full screen me for the first three and minutes, all, or which is going to hurt us long term because people are here for, <laughs> for them. They could literally cut and paste a photo of me. Yes, they should. And it Will, would go look ahead and the do same. That. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and do the freeze frame. My bad. I forgot to press record. Um, but so then a particular girl and you got into it. And that's yes. really what. Yes. A, a girl named Akila Hughes, who's a uh, uh, podcaster on the um the uh pots of america network now you know what she does um <laughs> no i know a podcast it's like podcasting no one can stop you from being a podcaster no i podcasting but, is not like a thing that it's like i'm not i don't know i don't i've never heard her podcast i saw her on one of the hbo things and i remember her saying something funny on one of the remotes that's that's my entire oh so you knew of her before yeah i knew oh, okay. i mean in the vaguest sense of the word i knew of her and I've seen her on the HBO Pod Save America, and I'm friends with Love It and Favreau, and all, like I know those guys. So, okay. Um, so then she came at me and said, basically, art is hard, and I was like, "The fuck are you talking to?" I my whole thing was like, "The fuck are you talking to?" And then it was like, I'm like, what do you, so you think you know more about art and metaphor than me? Which people are like, fucking look at him. It was like, no, you don't know more. I'm a fucking 25 year right like. It's this thing of everyone, because you're on the same app, they think you have the same talent and experience. Mm. Like, no, we have very different skill sets and experience levels. And it would be like if a 10-year-old said something to Akilah about something. It's like, I'm 18 years older than you, and I've been in the writer's guild for 25 years. Yeah. So that doesn't mean anything specifically. It just means, as Chris Rock always says, uh, I might be wrong about comedy, but what are the odds? <laughs> So that's how I feel. It's like, yeah, okay, fine. But to insult me, literally just going like, you're dumb. And then she doubled down. We got on the phone. She basically reiterated that she thought I was stupid for not understanding Batman. uh, 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 One of the Batmans. Dark Knight, uh, American Beauty, or or Parasite. Wait, so the phone call was just Twitter on the phone? Um, Yeah. That's because yes. it was getting tense on Twitter mm-hmm. between you two and the phone call didn't. Yeah. Then Roy Wood got us together and I was, I was, I was, Wait, so what what, happened? she was like, he was yelling at me on the and phone. Someone, I mean, she said this, I don't know if she said it on her podcast or on Twitter, but 
Uh, he was yelling at me and he was unhinged and someone next to me could hear him through the phone. So what? I wasn't yelling at you. I'm loud. You had it on speaker. Again. But also like I'm loud. I don't give that doesn't mean I'm unhinged or wrong. Right. My basic argument is with any of these people, especially the people in showbiz, because another kid tried to come at me Friday who I just DM'd and was like, hey, what's your end game here? Was he in like in the he's in he's comedy. In the, okay. He's like specifically in comedy where Akilah is in. Um, she said she's in. She wrote a book. She and she said she knew more about art and metaphor than me because of her activism, her fellowship, and her podcasting and her book. So, okay, um, okay. I don't know if you ever took Martin Luther King's story seminar, but this guy, his sense of art and metaphor, Martin Luther King, because apparently activism lines up with being able to understand art and metaphor. Um, Leave Martin no, out of uh, it. Malcolm what did he do? Malcolm X's three act structure. Um, so, uh, okay. So, 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 all right. So here, let me read another letter. Okay. Uh, two cents in the Akilah Neil thing. Neil, I'm actually a big fan of both you and Akilah. I saw you do three mics live pre Netflix, that little theater in NoHo NYC. I've been really impressed with by Akilah on Ponce podcast. Very smart and funny. Uh, the whole thing was set off based on a tweet. You interpreted it as condescending. She, I didn't interpret it. She said it was condescending. She said it later the in phone. the tweets. Oh. And then she said it on the phone. Now, she then claimed that she only said it on the phone to get off the phone. But she said in the first well, two minutes. Well, you can't do that. Right, you have exactly. to just... She said in the first two minutes. And then I was looking through her tweets and she actually said it on Twitter as well. Um, so everyone's going, you're misinterpreting. No, I'm not. Uh, uh, get, uh, you were many thought she was not being condescending. They were wrong. Give you at least some pause that you're. They were. They no. I know. She you said. Yeah. They were wrong. Uh, they were. Uh, that your interpretation might be incorrect and should have led you to moderate your response. Your interpretation makes her uh, not only condescending but a liar about the fact of her intent. Again, she was lying because she then claimed after she was condescending, she then claimed um, that she was trying to be empathetic, which is like stop it. Uh, even your if your interpretation was correct, the cutting responses, high hatting her on her career felt unnecessary. Okay, so I can't if someone's condescending to me, I can't enumerate why they have no right to be condescending to me because I've wildly outachieved them, fucking wildly outachieved them. I was gonna do a hashtag that I won't get into because it's too petty. Um, uh, Even for Neil, he has. Uh, his and I wonder limits. if you are overlooking that you may be quote invited to the cookout, which I don't buy, but not to every cookout, which makes this look like an established, successful, and wealthy white male comedian punching down an African American female on the come up. I she came at me. Right. <laughs> she. I'm standing there minding my own business. She comes at me and says, "You're stupid" in front of everybody. So I'm just supposed to go like, she well, said art is hard. But do you think she was saying like, yes, she said she art said, is hard for you because you're dumb. That's exactly. She looked through her tweets. She literally. Too many. No, I know. There's too many. It's too much. So you expect me to be dignified. It's like, I'm not dignified. And if you think I'm afraid to argue <laughs> with black people, look at my career. Because look at A, my career, and B, <laughs> weird, what do you think Chappelle show was? Chappelle, Chappelle once described Chappelle show as uh 2000 arguments to make 50 sketches <laughs> so I, this is what i do is argue with black people and the assumption is it's not based on racism it's based on ideology right that's why black guys repeatedly like working with me because i treat them like people 
and I, I, uh, we have measured conversations, uh, uh, sometimes about race, but it's, I'm not like, look at this more, look at this black idiot talking like, no, I haven't. So, um, so, and the cookout thing I've never bought because, uh, I don't want to be like, I'm the white guy who goes to the cookout. Like, I just don't want to, that's just, that's a <laughs> I slippery could name slope, a name, but I don't want that's a slippery slope that I don't, I'm not, my life is not, uh, based around being invited to the cookout. Uh, I think you can poke holes in any metaphor, but, uh, oh, well, here's my thing. So my thing with, and the other kid who came at me and I actually just wrote to him, um, uh, I was like, what's your, what's game theory this out for me? Okay. Even if you think I'm, I suck, et cetera, you gotta admit I've had some, I've done some good shit. Like say it's all day, whatever. As she was saying, half baked is so long ago or half baked. I don't think half baked is good, but, um, it is good. Uh, I know, but get me uh, started. Or, uh, uh, show was so long ago. She was a baby and three mics didn't have any metaphor. I'm just like, okay. Like trying to enumerate what's wrong with my career. She was doing a thing that I couldn't imagine doing when I was at her level or her age, which is attacking, insulting, uh, uh, very success. I don't know what adjective you want to use to describe my career and place. And yeah, you're successful. Yeah. Successful. Um, that's the word. I couldn't think of it. Uh, um, uh, I game theory it out for me. And then what, you know, Bianca, how many people ask me for recommendations, right? So let's say the kid, uh, Mike who ended up taking his, his, um, tweets down because I was like, I just said like, what are you getting at here, man? Um, he took him down. He took him down. I just DM him. Like, what tweets? Um, I was like, what are you getting at? Yeah. And what's she getting at? What do you think I'm going to do when someone asks me about you? Because I get asked by people fucking all the time for recommendations, especially for for people of color. Because white people are so fucking racist that they, they have can't to find a white person out. that they literally go, person. well, I could do the work myself, but I'm assuming Neil's done the work. So so even from a professional level. Do you think coming after me helps your, the chances are it'll never, no one will ever ask. I'll never be in a position to help or hurt most people. But just on the off chance, it's like the small town thing. Like it's a small town. What do you think I'm going to do when somebody asks me about you? Well, the, the reason why she's in a worse position, I think you can argue that she doesn't give a fuck. You yeah. know, like whatever, I'll be fine. Whatever I lose, mm-hmm. I don't need whatever. But I think you've, you already got some coins and you already have enough yeah, success I mean, that you yes, don't really exactly. need. Well, also there's just less look. for you to lose. Cause I could make the argument. Okay. Well, why are you getting bad optics? But everyone already knows you. You don't really what have are the bad much opti- to lose. What, what, what did I do wrong? I said, I didn't oh, I don't like think the you best did. picture winner. I don't think you and did. And then people started wrong. insulting me. So even if you paint it as. I I wasn't punching down. How am I punching down all of a sudden? She punched me first. Right. For sure. And I can't. But yeah. The, it's like if a guy and a girl get in a fight and the girl's in the wrong, but then he calls her a bitch and she starts right. crying. Exactly. Well, like, it's Mayweather. 
they wanted her to, him to fight that woman. Um, they wanted him to fight a woman. Yeah, the one, uh, the one, the blonde girl who was like the oh first oh MMA. Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Why and the fuck would they think that would be a good idea? Because it was for money. Why would they want him to fight McGregor? <laughs> it's just it's they're not going to be. It's, but why would a man f- a professional they were fight like we're going to have because they thought because she I think they might have started bickering. But he can't win. That's even if he wins, he loses. And even if he loses, you're gonna, so you're he gonna beat her. Loses. You're gonna beat a blonde That's woman's exactly ass. First right. of all, exactly. How many old exactly. black people will be like? I mean, I, fuck, you. I mean, the the <laughs> pay per view for for the black community would have been a skillion dollars. They literally wouldn't have been able to. They would have. They wouldn't have been able to. How just use one this? bank? <laughs> <laughs> it would have been such a huge box office. So in that, in terms of that, it just it's just. That looks a little bad. Mm-hmm. This day and age, people are very sensitive. People who are following you and her are going to be a little, ooh, Neil, that right, didn't look good. You know what I mean? It's what, kind so, of like, Neil, you should be able to take insults from anyone. No, I don't take insults. I had a tweet really six months ago where I said I pictured Ron, Ar- I, Ron Artest in the, I'm Ron Artest. Don't test, I'm not, don't I'm test not, our test. I am not met of world peace. No. I'm Ron Artest. <laughs> I don't like being disrespected in public. Sorry. You will fight everyone. I will literally fight everyone. To the point where, I mean, I think. You, I, anyone, someone, I was arguing with somebody and my producer Tova goes, uh, don't waste your energy on this. I was like, "That's this is what I save my energy gets, for. That's this his is, wine. You, why do you think I'm so quiet and low energy most of the time? I'm waiting for a fight. Let me, so, tell you, let me tell you something I've learned about doing this uh-huh. podcast with Neil. Uh-huh. There's a way to disagree with you. Yep. Where we can keep it moving. Mm-hmm. And then there's a way that for whatever rhyme or reason, you take very personally. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying for whatever reason. I, there are actual logical reasons. Yeah. I think a lot of people just assume they're talking about not specifically personally that you know, right. or if it is, you get that they mean uh, if people don't get, you know what I mean? But yeah. for you, you don't, you're very black and white. Yes. So if somebody makes a judgment, a, you know, a criticism, a note, you really do take it like straight up. They're talking just to you and they are, but yes. some people don't aren't as careful with the words. Some people mean like you and everybody similar right. to you. And, but you take it so direct. And when someone says art's hard, bro, I think one other lady was like, I'm not the one. And it was like, oh, that what was is so funny. It was like, I trust. I'm not the one. I was like, like what's it was white literally a white strong. singer songwriter lady. It was like, who's got a podcast about roommates. Literally like the roommate podcast since she's in her thirties. Whatever, we don't need. She to get found her strong in a black um, woman, and it was just like I go. What? Do you, and then I kept going. When are you going to show me that you're not the one, dog? <laughs> Akila was lizzoing white girls yeah, on exactly. Twitter. Oh uh, no, yeah, no, no, they were over. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the thing that when I read it, I was like, man, they're they're kind of like ta- they're in two different plays a little bit because she's like, whoa. I was, you know, blah, blah, no, blah. No, she, again. That's like, how she, she was trying to right, make it. Right, she was acting like that. She insulted me and, and then tried to like, act like I wasn't insulting, but she'd already, she admitted in another place that she was directly insulting, including on the phone, which she then lied about and said she only did it to get off the phone. But meanwhile, she did it in the first 90 seconds. Right. And then 
you were just like, no, 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 no. Why did you say that about me? Yes. Because this is what I've done. Yes. I'm not, I didn't fall in my head. Right. And start like speaking in like wingdings. Like I'm saying something that this is, follow the map to my logic of how I arrived there. Yes. And when people don't follow the map to your logic, when they're criticizing you, I think it's what frustrates you. So you can always find them dishonest. Then at that point they're lying. Cause it's like, no, you're lying. That's what I call it. um, I call it uh, Putin's karate tournament. You ever see Putin do karate? (laughs) And they're all just pretending to fall yeah, like, and they're ah. and <laughs> it's that's what the internet was for uh a lot of times for uh disenfranchised people. Other disenfranchised people will think will encourage them even though they're not doing the right thing or even a great thing. And they go, Oh, like Akila would say one thing and people would go like you 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 were already owning them. You're right. vanquished already. He's like, in no way was I vanquished. No one disabused me of my opinion about Parasite at all. But this is my thing about yeah. how you do argue with people. And no, people don't understand. Argue, like, this is your wine. You ha- had no, the only time you stopped was Youngest when we, of 10 kids. Yeah. Been arguing with adults since I was five. <laughs> so, And by the way, winning. <laughs> okay. Winning, winning arguments joe the uh, great argument of 1984 <laughs> joey brennan v neil <laughs> so i this is your wine people don't yep. understand you yeah, this yeah, is intoxicating yeah. yeah i do think though uh-huh. why spend once it starts becoming cyclical mm-hmm. and Every everyone's base. I mean, nobody like. There's a very short amount. It's not very varied what people are saying to you. No, They're saying yeah, the same thing yeah. in like different with different like yeah. wording. Doesn't that get that repeat? I understand like hitting it all. Doesn't the no, repeating they're so feel dumb? I mean, some of them I did stop responding to. They're so dumb. One woman sent a meme trying to vanquish me from half baked. Not knowing, no, she she didn't know because it's not Dave or it's none of the stars. It's from the scene where where Saget said, "Suck my dick for Coke." Um, That's so well. No, and literally, I promise you, she didn't know. Really? Yes, because I said, "You fucking idiot!" I wrote this movie, (laughs) and they didn't respond. Um, (laughs) You fucking idiot! I also somebody else sent me a meme from Chappelle Show, and I wrote like, "Send me money for my IP," and gave my Venmo. They're like, "He thinks." Like you fucking idiots! It's not my IP. Comedy Central owns it. Right. I don't. I don't think it's my IP. Um, so it's the bad faith. It's just the willful misinterpretation, and it's Putin's karate tournament. When clearly the thing, the 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 uh, which is the name of the uh, episode. Well, it's going to be a tight one. Dude, I have a please. lot of possible episode names, but I think it's for now. It's uh, Putin's Karate Tournament. Putin's Karate Tournament um, is great because uh, I look forward to people going. Neil, just listen to Putin's Karate Tournament, and I have to say, um, when she was swinging her leg at me, it wouldn't make contact. And everybody would go, "Oh, right." It was a bunch of that, and people thinking that I would at some point relent and go, "You're right." No, I'm never, I'm literally never, John Myrera used to do a joke about how you cannot fight an Irish person because they will, they could be a fucking pinky and they will go like, you know, I dedicated my life to ruining yours. (laughs) I have beefs from, me and Chappelle used to put people's names of people we didn't like in the credits of sketches 
as like, fuck you, we have a TV show now. Like special thanks? Yes. Would they get money? No. Oh, no, well. it was in sketches where we had, where if it was like Tyrone Biggums and then there'd be like a credit roll at the end. Uh-huh. We put names of people we didn't like. That's amazing. Just because we're the pettiest. I'm going to go back and watch. Of course. The woman who said, I don't, why do I need you? I have Chris Rock right. at HBO. She, her name's in there. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like you're, t- you people think comedy is about, that's the thing about why no one under 30 can kill in comedy is because they all think that they're all trying to be righteous and sweet and kind. It's like, no, that's not comedy. What you do is you take a dark red anger and put a tuxedo on it. <laughs> so it seems presentable. It's the the impulse is not presentable. It's right. It's it's Lake Placid, baby. Right under the surface. Yes. If you knew, if you could read some of the texts I've gotten from your heroes and America's sweethearts, you'd be like, wow, these people are petty. The yep. Best, the best is Marin because he's always like, ah, you know, I just, ah, okay, it's fire season or whatever. Yeah. But the moment a heckler, I mean. Oh, Marin did it the bring, other night. Yeah. Did you see him? Yeah. I love how it just ferociously comes. It's back. not fun at all. No, it's, it's literally it like kills rap, room. bang. And I it's have, like that's the thing is so if you funny. wrong, I have. I mean, the list. I have the people. The list of people that have wronged me. I know from 1992. I know. I could give you the list. I could literally go by date. So if you, uh, I, 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 all I can say is if you're starting out in comedy, I wouldn't. Uh, try to sun uh, successful people because most people in comedy are very petty and at a, occasionally and entertainment, everyone's yes, so petty. And occasionally they will get some power and you don't want to be on their bad side. That's all I'll say about it. I mean, that sounds a little not threatening, but like, Wait, so again, what do you think I'm going to do? <laughs> I mean, you're not going to like endorse her. What do you think I'm going to do? I probably won't have the chance. And I'm not going to. Someone's like, it sound, I'll just recommend Someone somebody else. be a, a person of color. But it's like, OK, cool. You win. <laughs> you own me. You whatever, whatever fucking term you want to use. Cool. Cool. Good job. So then you this guys is got for anybody who tries to sun me on it's like oh yeah you this better is hope i never get it and this goes back for 30 years so anyone who he remembers has me, again i've told you uh, oh, I know. Uh, dave chappelle's type i know every time the person said dave chappelle's typist <laughs> i give him a little flick <laughs> and i won't stop rude. yes People a guy made a jo- jordan rubin made a roast joke about me at a roast i wasn't at in 1995 okay Okay, cool. Just you better hope I don't hear about it. Cause and now you're gonna say you're petty. No, I'm not. I don't go out of my way okay, wait, to Neil. be petty. Okay. I if you come at me, be pre- literally be prepared to fight me until I die. Okay. If let's say Yes. Another person that's uh said something, you know, disparaging <clears throat> in the past. Mm-hmm. You find out about it. He's on your shit list. Mm-hmm. He somehow realizes he's on your shit list. Whatever. Yes. By whatever way. What if he comes up to you and he's like, hey, man, I'm really sorry about that. Great. Then we're done. Then, then we're good. he's off the list. I, that's what I did to Donald Glover. <laughs> I've told you that story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I didn't. Right. I didn't think Donald Glover was talented. I thought he was full of shit. <laughs> Saw him at the Emmys, Sometimes and I literally like, said, "I don't know if I've told this story on here, I, but no, you haven't told it." But I thought he was full of shit. I thought he was just like a he'd do stand up something. He was just like. And I saw him at the Emmys and go, hey, man, I was wrong about you. And everyone's like, I can't believe you said that. And they go, what did he say? And he goes, uh, he said, straight up, thank you. <laughs> he goes. Well, did you say it publicly? You thought he said No, I, oh. uh, no. But like, I, what, we all know what one another thinks about each other. So mm-hmm. like, if you say I was wrong, then I'm, I literally am like, great. But okay, if someone went up to you and saw three mics and was like, hey, I saw three mics, I was wrong about you. Wouldn't you feel like that was a little condescending? No, because I know what they, I, it's like the people on, on YouTube who said about my Mark Twain speech. Like, I couldn't What'd they think, say? I, for 20 years, I watched Chappelle show and wondered what could Neil have possibly written. And now I can think of 20, I can think of 50 things. It's like oh, me it? and that guy are square. Okay, so you don't He's find that to be condescending. That he what didn't like me and was shitting on me. Then he said, "You yeah. know what? Straight up, I was wrong." What is the difference between that and Neil's really hitting his stride? Uh, well, Neil's really hitting his stride. No, well, is, that's obviously funny, is, but the sentiment behind it. Like- uh, they, well, they're just that's they don't understand. They think that it's somehow I'm growing when instead they just are viewing me differently because other people value me now. So there have there has to be an They think the of, perception is me, whereas I was wrong is about uh, them. When someone says I was right, wrong right. about you, it's not like uh, if someone says I was wrong about you, they're saying I was wrong. Right. If they say Neil's hitting a stride, they're going Neil used to suck, but now he's hitting a stride. It's like no, I never suck, you guys. Hey, what, I never suck. Your hero, Dave Chappelle, asked me to write every TV show with him he ever did. Like, since we were 24, 3 or whatever. So, watch the Twain thing when it comes on Netflix. Um, Because they took it off YouTube. Because it's coming on Netflix. So, I could keep going. All right. Well, um, I think So, I think, I think that's good. it. Uh, yeah. Somebody else wanted... Oh, somebody else said, Wait, uh, a guy, Grant <laughs> Pardee, said, uh, has your opinion... He wanted to like, hey, could we talk more about this? No. Has your opinion of a film ever changed significantly with the second viewing, either realizing something you thought was good actually doesn't hold up or discovering that a film that didn't connect the first time ended up resonating on a rewatch? I can't think of too many movies I liked and then or that I didn't like and then liked, but I can think of a most Uh, movies from childhood. Don't ever watch your childhood movies. They suck so fucking bad. Try to watch Saved by the Bell. I mean, don't do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Most TV shows. Right. Um, California Dreams you could watch, but not say for <laughs> um, You okay. heard it here. And then someone else <laughs> said Parasite had the same ending as 25th Hour, which, Shh, put, which put it in perfect relief for me because when I saw the 25th <laughs> Hour, I was literally screaming in the theater at how much I hated the ending. I was shouting like, oh, this is so fucking bad. The no, voiceover that the guy it. did at yeah. the end of 25th Hour, like, you're a New Yorker. You're a New Yorker. That won't ever change. You got New York in your bones. Spend the rest of your life out west and you're still in New York. You're in New York. And this is somehow about 9-11. <laughs> and you're, you know, I was literally like, this is such fucking nonsense that had nothing to do. The thing that people don't realize is when I, uh, when I 
criticize movies or TV shows. It's coming from a place of someone who's written TV shows and movies. So I know the pitfalls of like, uh, I'm stuck. Let's come up with an ending here or let's tack on an ending or uh, a lot of people will direct movies that they don't understand. A lot. A lot of people will direct movies. I would uh, 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 argue that Spike Jones doesn't understand um, her. He understands because he wrote her and hers really good movie. Um, I didn't. In, uh, not Inception. The uh, adaptation. It's too open-ended. to. It's so open-ended it's meaningless. And uh, being John Malkovich, so open-ended it's meaningless. Yeah, it's like, like, what do you, what? It's it's got too many meanings to even so it's like yeah I made a thing with a bunch of possible meanings that's not any it's David Lynch but why but why show. but the reason why her works is because there were so many montages that it was basically like short mini music videos in between right but the sto- the base I agree with that the and it's beautiful and it's it's pretty pe- but the it color been like palette's fucking amazing short. oh it was beautiful um, but it's pretty beautiful the pretty beautiful. um. The thing about her is it's a narrative that makes sense. He falls in love with an app. Then he realizes she's with other men. It's just like a very clear narrative. Mm. And like, oh, you're fucking dumb. No, I'm not dumb. Fight Club was a clear narrative. Whatever you hold up as a fucking white ribbon was a clear. Mo- yeah. Like I can go through oh, the movie. Oh, I love my Germans. Did but you see White Ribbon? Of course. Oh, fucking masterpiece. My, what, I, did, have you ever seen The Lives of Others? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, that's I was like going to bring favorite. that up too. It's like fucking Lives of Others, Cachet. Like there's a ton of these movies. But then again, it's really fucking hard to make a really clear narrative. It's hard to write an I ending. Agree. I that's mean, it, this why is really when hard. When people do it, I'm like, that fucking movie is amazing. When they don't, I'm not going to give them credit for doing it. Why not be like, you know, fucking. I don't give. Good Neil swing. doesn't give effort points. Good it's like swing. I used to yell at Mike Sure when we wrote movies together. I don't believe in noble bombing. I don't believe in bombing for the right reason. Good swing. Good try. No, for sure. No, either it's comedy. Either it works or it doesn't. Okay. Um, uh, Parasite. Okay. <laughs> uh, again, both of somebody else agrees with me. It's fine. And I mean, whatever. Yeah. So we, I think we covered it. But I would also like to say, please don't make this about a white person picking on a black person. Like, stop it. Like if people, oh no, I'm talking oh, about the like, the whole thing from earlier. Like if it's about, oh yeah. it's like stop. I, literally, I was minding my business. This person sold to me. These, it just seems like two writers going at it to me. Right. One, but again, has a more I wouldn't think of doing it to. I wouldn't have thought of doing it to, uh, the guy who created, uh, Family Ties. I wouldn't have done it to Robert Smigel. I Smigle. love Family Ties. Of course, it's great. Gary David Goldberg. I wouldn't have gone oh. after fucking robert smigel or Sha-na-na. like I, when i was 26 I right 20 i wouldn't have gone like fuck you you're an idiot but so the like, internet makes us it I makes think, psycho- think psychologically the, the disparity equal. between us yeah. is so yeah it's there right is there. no disparity yeah we're the same Mm-mm. i feel like you both officer. unfortunately i think you'd both love to delete that would situation. love to delete it no i wouldn't <laughs> I just mean everyone. I don't got think she would either. She believes she's in the right. So cool. No, Lord. I bet you guys are going to date. That's what somebody else said. Uh, somebody <laughs> else said, well, it's, uh, I won't say who a black comedian was like, well, that's just black girl saying she likes you. It's <laughs> insulting you. Um, uh, you'll be dating in a week. Um, there's also a movement of the woke black chicks who all date white guys. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. It's so fucking obvious. Uh, but all I'm saying is if you 
Uh, try to sun me in public. <laughs> okay. I will literally, you're my enemy until I die. And this has been true. It doesn't matter if you're white, black, man, woman, Asian. It's, it, once you're on my shit list, you're on my shit list. So I hope you enjoyed sunning me. Um, this again, this is for everybody. Okay. This isn't Neil punching down. This is for everybody. This is for all uh, Neil Neil's type, whatever. That's a white man who said Neil's typist. <laughs> uh, Dave's typist. Um, um, uh, uh, people good. on the internet were saying I'm Dave's uh, Dave's parasite. Again, <laughs> which, which is, is so why funny. he asked me to write for which things is so all the funny. time because he's like i gotta bring my good luck parasite with me <laughs> um uh, maybe that's the title well my good luck parasite <laughs> um oh all right i mean there's a lot of news stories yeah let's we'll touch um, that so we're undoing the letters um uh, thank you for the wipe um oh you know do so i sent you that obesity article yeah and the people there's a lot of letters about the kobe how do i can why do i consider the kobe uh rape charge credible yes and it's based on a uh daily beast article article. i sent you that article as well and you read that it's pretty credible it is but then i wanted to find an equally not to argue Mm -hmm. with you but just like i wasn't around i don't have no i know but i'm saying if you look at his behavior around it it's a little fishy sounds crazy yeah it's just like yikes but then i read another one that was said that she wasn't fighting it they just did a sexual act she wasn't into and then i then i'm just like fuck like no one's in the bedroom i don't know i know know. well that's the that's why i say it's credible if if but doesn't credible give it again you know who doesn't get a credible thing someone who doesn't even enter into the thing with a girl like there's a way to avoid it. It's a really easy way to avoid it. Don't ask her for a tour of the hotel, then invite her to your room, take your robe, like all the shit he did. Right. Like, it's like pretty easily to avoid. It's not like, <laughs> right. ah, could have happened to any of us who asked for a tour of the hotel at 1130 at night. It definitely sounded a little, I don't know. Fishy. Why do that? Because again, but the I don't even think, hold that up as the problem. I hold the, what he said to the cops is the problem. The problem is when you say credible, I think it sounds like you're giving it weight and that she's right. She's more like she's my she's more in the right, but we don't know. And he is famous. And I don't know who did he have a credible defense? I mean, from what I I read, if I say credible, everyone else saying he had a credible defense and I'm saying she had a credible charge. I don't fine. Great. I don't, I don't, you know, uh, it's credible. <laughs> I'm right. very it's sorry. Yes, it's plausible. You read through, read through the, just Google daily beast, um, Kobe Bryant. And I'll read some quotes, but it is are, very, it's like, about ooh, it in the future. Lord, Cause this whole, this, this whole episode has been very, um, <laughs> controversial. So, <laughs> oh, Michael Avenatti got convicted. You know who he is? Yeah. Wait, when? Wednesday. Um, he, uh, He's the guy who represented Stormy Daniels. And then he... Right. And then he got... He caught a case. He caught a case. He's all... By the way, he he had a thing. Wait, they uh, tried to extort Nike? Yeah. That old thing. You know when you try to extort Nike? Um, Dude, you cannot fuck with Nike. Here's a couple reasons um, why... Uh, the fact that... You know why people <laughs> fell for Michael Avenatti? 
because he's good looking. He rep again, yes, but if is he maybe that not good for you, for a lawyer, he's at eleven. <laughs> Are they that bad? So for a lawyer, he's gorgeous, right? He's in a calendar at least. He's in the calendar, the lawyer's calendar of twenty twenty. Um, so uh, fucking look at that guy. Dude, um, Neil. Dead center. Look at that fucking hunk. It's Hunk City. Hunk City. Um, so for a lawyer, he's great looking. And he was charismatic, which people yeah. fall for charisma. If you're over 30 and you still fall for charisma, you deserve whatever you get. Because <laughs> You're going to get conned. The only people who are charismatic are people who want something from you. Nobody bothers with charisma unless they're trying to fucking tease something out or they I need some social disagree. currency. I'm Go charismatic. Fucking you're charismatic. Gratu- you, you're fucking, you're, you're, it's coming out of your, you Gratuitous. Gratuitous. Because you want something from people. I don't. You want approval from people. Absolutely. Fuck approval of mm-hmm. what? I love no one Damn. approving of Listen, if you hate on Dem, I know, but fuck I'm you, saying, Dem 2020. Don't you want me to approve of your personality? I, I don't think that you, you're, Dem. as a woman, I think you have fewer ulterior motives. A charismatic guy. Fucking run. Is like, run. If a charismatic guy who's a little good looking, I, women, when I see that, I'm like, I'd never, ever fuck you. You would uh-huh. ruin my life. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye. Because what do you think? They're just using it on you? Right now, everyone, my friend's Vietnamese mom has a saying that she translated for me, which was, you know, your husband is your husband, but a handsome husband is everyone's husband. Right. And it's like, nah, I don't need, I don't need those. Yes. Yeah. Get an uggo. What? Get a fat uggo. <laughs> um, yeah. Your, your husband. Oh yes. God, it belongs. I know friend. You, uh, the charis- most charismatic people I know, this goes back to the thing about the text I get from your heroes and sweethearts is like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, do, you, do you get freaked out if there's a very charismatic woman? Well, are you to like, me, what's your angle? Yeah, it's a charismatic woman. It's like Julia Roberts, where you're like, this. She's so full of shit. It's <laughs> it's insane how full of shit she is. Um, they uh, I love that. like it's yeah, like Chrissy Teigen's charismatic. Yeah, but she's such a fucking maniac. She's, she's the most reckless person. Oh, okay, she's not full of shit because she's fucking reckless. Like she says shit. Where I'm like, God damn. <laughs> Like just in person and shit. Right. Like, like she's really charismatic. She's good looking, and she's charis- She's she's good looking, and she is charismatic. But it, she's not getting. She, there's no bigger picture. Right. There's no end game. No. There's no end game. She just is like cool. I'm good looking enough that I can spout off. She. I don't think she shit. thinks she's good looking. Hey. No, but the like I don't think she does think that. But I think with like charismatic. Kind of women who like to push the envelope. I think you can get away with it a little bit longer because it's like no one's really going to call you on your shit. Yeah. Um, You're hot. Yeah. But I don't. You will. She's funny. She's just funny. She's hilarious. She's just fucking funny. She's not funny because she's good looking. She's just fucking funny. No, I just mean she probably gets less. People want to go after you sometimes and they want to like talk about your appearance and like he's mm-hmm. skinny blah 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 blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. like i feel like 
I I think you're I think you're attractive, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people do. They, I mean, I they don't well. they don't they don't know about your Raya account, but uh-huh. but I think when someone's universally like everyone agrees that they're good looking, you can get away with a little bit more. Yeah, but I don't. I you mean, don't think I it's don't, that. You don't I, think that's, that's that play? not what's funny to me about. She's a fucking. She says funny shit. She's charismatic because she's like you want to look at her. Yeah. Um, but she doesn't really she's not like a glad hander. Mm. She's not running for office. It's like Mulaney's <laughs> wife does a joke about him that he's running to be the mayor of nothing. Um <laughs> and that's what a lot of charismatic really people are doing. Funny. It's like they need everyone to like them. They need to win every interaction. Yeah. Like, so I have right. your vote. Like they basically <laughs> want to say at the end of it, the interaction. So I have your vote. So Michael Avenatti is good looking for a lawyer. He's telegenic. He's whatever you want to call it. They had a list of the of the TV show appearances. Hundreds of them. <laughs> yeah. Hundreds of them, like a year. They're not putting a fat so, uggo. So yeah, they're not putting a fat uggo on there. Um so uh so just be careful. If somebody's charismatic, just be like, what are you getting at, buddy? What are you? Hmm. What's your point? Um, because the definition of charisma is you want to say yes before you know what the question is. Remember it's when a, you read that book on charisma? Mm-hmm. It's the charisma code. It's a great book. That's um, so funny. Yeah. Um, call people, <laughs> but it's bullshit. It's just like, hey, Jeff. It's just calling, remembering people's first names and eye contact. And like, it's like some fucking. It's a, uh, the way I figure my charismatic side out is it's a way to slip into people's previously set boundaries. Easily. Mm-hmm. But like, why? For, like, what is it about the boundaries that you uh, want to? That's a fucking know. very funny, and I appreciate your honesty. I like um, it. I, it is. It's like I I want to I want to smell your armpits. I want to know. I want. Gimme. Why is why are we talking about this? Let's talk. Let's cover it all. I want to know it all. I want to know what you smell like. Even with friends, doesn't matter. That's yeah. how. That's like. I look at you as like, I want to know. So I know, I know exactly what you when mean. When you genuinely want to know, I was, it's disarming in a way. I was talking to somebody about showbiz in general and they were talking about like boundaries. And I was like, dude, the whole thing is about not having boundaries. Being a charismatic comic no comedian, like there's no, it's instant intimacy. Like that's what, it's all a little sexy. Yeah, it's all a little. Doesn't matter and, where, who, yeah. what sex you're talking to. Yes, it's a little sex. It's, it's a, a little, little force. Like hey, hey, a little tickle, a little ha ha ha. We, my f- we're in on something together. I, I'm, I'm a severely shy person. I'm a shy person whisperer. I'm just like, let me get in there. Mm. Come on, mm-hmm. let loose. Mm. I love it, and I'm good at it. So mm. it's easy. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, beware of the. Be, charisma should come with a warning label. I always, I think to myself, not anymore, but when I was young, I was like, man, if I wasn't raised well, I would be a really dangerous person. <laughs> I would be a con woman. Easy. Mm-hmm. You don't understand how easy it is to con That's people. what I'm saying. If you had your desire, like your thing of like, I want to get in yeah. there. That's like a, that's, if you were a guy, you'd be, a bunch of comedians we know 
<laughs> no, no, no. There's malice involved with some people want to know to like fuck or they want to know right. to. If you were a guy, like, you would want to know to fuck. So you could be like, yeah, it's like your mom, huh? You just <laughs> I think I'd be a guy shit. that wanted to know to be friends. Okay. Again, good luck. I've never met him. I've, but again, I've only met, met 7,000 guys. So it's possible that he's still out there, but uh, I haven't met him. Uh, coronavirus. Uh, still happening. <laughs> still, Are you cool? Still big. I think I'm good. I'm clean. You clean? I'm good. You got that corona? You got that corona? Um, also, coronavirus has been around for a while. This is just a fucking strain. Oh, is it really? I don't know that. Yeah, coronavirus is like uh, MERS is a type of coronavirus. Got it. Okay. Still happening. I like that they... So, I almost tweeted this last night what? and didn't. So, a jet carrying 60 Americans with a coronavirus um came from japan they didn't know they had the coronavirus they tested them like on the plane and i was gonna tweet but i it would be too hot somebody by the way tweeted last week like neil's going in on at aquila he was like you fucking snitchy motherfucker like <laughs> either we're talking amongst Did anybody ourselves write an article? nobody like no no because i'm because she was wrong um and i wasn't punching down um, I, again, if I, if she, if I was white, if, I'm sorry, if I was black and she was white, it would have been, they would have attacked her for trying to erase the accomplishments of a black man. It's just like, okay, but you can erase a white person cause it's somehow fine. Um, oh, white, it's hard. Um, so they, so they, they were flying on a jet from, oh no, from, Chi- from Japan, the people that were on the cruise. And I was going to tweet, um, uh, it's just a matter of minutes before they quote storm the cockpit and we have to take it down like that United flight in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Cause I was basically saying like, that's what happened there. It's like they, they shot the plane down cause they were terrorists. And I was saying that they were going to shut, shoot this plane down. I knew better than to do it. I was like, um, please God, no, I didn't tweet do that, please. But they, I mean, here's the thing. When that doctor died, that was trying to tell everyone that the problem's way worse in China than they're reporting. I don't love hysteria, but I do know the Chinese government does. In a movie, that's pretty significant. When the number one doctor dies. Right. That's the yeah, like real if life. the main British guy in Chernobyl kicked it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Which they like, did uh, in the first two episodes. Like you'd meet people and then they'd. The, right. And that they'd was, finally die. Yeah. Damn, Chernobyl was Chernobyl's so fucking, fucking good. Great. Yeah. I, I wish I could delete my brain. And I watch know. It again. And watch it again. Yep. Anyways. I agree. Uh, so when the. I believe that sometimes we get these hysterias about diseases and like, oh my God, Ebola. Well, Ebola kind of is fucking scary. But, anyways, the doctor dying. And telling people it's so much worse and the government's not doing anything. And then he died of it uh-huh. is a little, that's a little scary. Yeah. That's like a movie. That's like it's, the yeah. beginning of the second act of a movie. <laughs> He's a writer. I would know that the writer's guild I've for 20 dozens days. of movies. Um, so I, and I do think the Chinese government has a propensity to hide facts. Of course, That's their whole thing. So I'm a little and apparently they've scared. gone like into overdrive based on, I'm scared. I mean, 71,000 cases is pretty. Oh, no. 71,000 inspected. By the way, I'm sure they've inspected way more than that. This is so fucking low. This is like. Inspected. Infected. Sorry. I'm like, I'm a fucking moron. Infected. (laughs) 71,000. That's a lot. But in China, that's. That's fucking uh, nothing. That's like a a house. (laughs) Um, So good luck, coronavirus. We got our eye on you. Um, Swoosh it. Swoosh. 
Oh, this is interesting. I saw this. By the way, you sh- I'm talking to you. Axios, the axios.com. It's a news site. Okay. You can go through the whole week of news stories. They just do them chronologically. I'm sure we're in the same position where on Mondays we're like, what the fuck are we going to do? Yeah. No, I was, li- yeah. I have to go through my New York Times like, you're one day yeah. briefing. And I'm like, yeah. fuck, no, no something else through- happened. Axios has like, Axios. Yeah. Fantastic. Tons of them. Um, uh, okay, Cupid, Hinge, Bumble. Oh, okay, Cupid, Hinge, and Bumble have a political filter where you just Sorry, go. I'm having some if they voted too. for Trump, you can delete them. If they voted for, no way. Yeah, they, they have it or they should. They have it. They've Shut introduced the it. Fuck. Or it's not just uh, Trump. It's Hillary. Whoever you. No, voted. I know. Like but if you're liberal, if you're Democrat, they every, have a political they, filter as well. They should. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. That should be almost. At some point, that should be. I believe that that's more important than looks at this point. Listen, I would prefer a mental health uh, filter. Tell me what you're fucking going through so I don't have to figure it out. Right. But most of the time people won't A, acknowledge it. I know. And it's like stigmatizing. But dude, the amount of times where I'm just like, dude, you're fucking mental, man. That sounds rude. I mean, you have not dealt with some severe issues. It would be nice to know. Yeah. But that's not... Again, that's not a film. That's again, people. People are way. People are proud of their political affiliations, whereas they're ashamed yeah, they're not really yeah. Fuck. Um, so they're, you know, no, I'm not. Even I would be like, I don't want to put depression on there. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> ah, who who wins? Um, I did a joke about <laughs> dating people like in your twenties. You're like, you know what? Maybe I should go with someone who's bipolar. I get a lot of messages about that from bipolar people saying really? how, how like they felt fucked up and stigmatized by it. And I'm like, and Can, especially from me, cause I'm talking about mental health in the rest of the, and I'm right. like, but that one's really <laughs> fucked up. Um, is bipolar manic depression? No, I know. Is it ever treatable? Does it ever it's reverse? Not, uh, the, the problem with bipolar in my experience and my understanding is it's very, uh, the treatment is just as bad as the illness, meaning you go from having highs and lows to having uh, cata- catatonia, which is why people like Brody would go off their meds. Right. Because they awful. miss the highs. Um, so it's just no more highs. Yeah. It's no more lows, but it's no more highs. And the highs are amazing. Apparently. But uh, is there, are, can you have a normal function life? With- you can have. I think you just feel anesthetized. Damn. It sucks. It's one of those things that when you get diagnosed with it, it's like, fuck. I feel really, really bad when I hear about somebody being diagnosed with something. Because the treatment is awful. used to be lithium. Like side effects. Just bad. Okay. Bad. Um, Obesity article. Someone wrote about the obesity thing later. Oh, Axios had an interesting article, which is... Um, basketball shoes are uh, are only five percent of the market now. They use in 2014. They were 13. Why? Why do you think? Uh, well, I think basketball shoes are too clunky for the most part. What's the difference? What the fuck are we talking about? Uh, these those are, are not basketball. These are not basketball. What are like, these? Basketball shoes, like these are Adidas boots. Like oh. those are Jordans. Jordans always sell well, but like what the new LeBrons, it? the new you know, LeBron's they're all shoes a little. They're like a little booty. They're Do like a, like a, they a need to be clunky much. to play basketball? I mean, can't you play basketball in anything? Uh, it's some of it's cultural. 
like you just and i think a lot of it is like it is uh they, they are they, ugly they're big on ankle support um yeah they're all just like fucked up i think the the Kyrie's are pretty good looking the uh the the ones i did the paul george commercial are pretty oh, good looking ones. um the durants are pretty good looking but i think the lebrons are not good looking um but yeah now we're at the behest of will oh no which is a nightmare oh, no. for all of us um if anyone has a search class that will Please. i will pay no price is too high <laughs> i want to send my friend will to oh, search class no. he's not good at it Killing. he doesn't yeah. seem Killing to improve week over week these are old Kyrie's. again they're like just this it's all a little thick and they're heavy so i don't that's our air force one's basketball shoes because they're so fucking yeah. heavy you, you know what i know they hurt. They I actually, can't run. In the list of shoes that sold, well, they're like the third most popular shoe because they look very nice. Well, they you can they're they're you can wear them. I think I don't. I'm ne- no one's worn Air Force Ones to play basketball in twenty years. Okay, uh, they're like club it's shoes. Like bl- they're these bricks. They're yeah. great looking bricks. Yeah, they're very good looking. Um, but yeah, so uh, <laughs> there's right. Will. Will. Will just stop. Ew! What is that? Uh. That's the Kobe snake. Kobe had some ugly ones. No, that is not a shoe. That's that is the not Adidas. A That's his shoe. Adidas. The lower it? left is Kobe Adidas. They were fine. It looks like the that fucking brick. The, it looks like the looks the like uh, car. It look yeah. The, it looks like the Tesla. Tesla truck. Um. Did he wear it? Ew. These are bad. Look like a cartoon of a shoe. Yeah. Um. So. Oh my god. So yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. Yeezys are like Yeezy boosts are like the sixth most popular shoe so ugly i know but they're culturally i feel like significant uglier sometimes the better uh, so a guy who works kanye's top the president of yeezy explained <laughs> them and adidas and their plan and it was like i like it it was a while share ago it but with it was, us? no it's proprietary <laughs> okay um but i was i like they're good dudes guy named matt um <laughs> Dude, uh, Trump at Daytona. Trump at Daytona. What the fuck? I'll tell you what. He he knows is the people. president of his voters. Full stop. Um, Rock made the observation one time that George uh, Bill Clinton was the last president of everybody. Yeah. And then Fox News started in '96 and fucking peril. Everybody pew, their, pew, pew, pew. everybody went to their corner. But Trump is like it would be it would be like a fucking Trump at Daytona would be like if if Obama went to a taping of Fresh Air with Terry Gross, <laughs> like the most fucking oh, elitist so snobby. Funny. Yeah, like, just how ooh. snobby could we get? Yeah, like wow, um, <laughs> that is fucking. Ill. If he went to like a fucking, come on, what else? Like a like a Westminster dog show would be a good one for <laughs> Obama God. in terms of sporting events, like. I'm trying to think of what's the most that would polo, but that's some Republicans. I think Terry Gross is probably the best one. Terry uh, but yeah, God, I mean, hopefully Trump will lose and it looks like he's going to face Bernie. And I, as I proposed a few weeks ago, I now believe there will never be a moderate candidate for president that wins again. It's too crazy. I think there's a pendulum. But I don't, think you're gonna, I don't think a moderate can win the, the nomination. It, like I really don't. I don't think the no, the the moderate can win the nomination of their party. No, I know what you mean, but isn't Buttigieg more of a He's moderate? He's not going to win. 
I know he's not going to win, but if Bernie wasn't around, he might win. Right. Yeah. Potentially. So my friend worked on a, one of the president's campaign. I'm not going to say who. Uh, and so she was in Iowa for the last two months. And all the people working on everyone's campaigns are like, they're all friends. They all talk. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's a lot more chummy than you think. She was saying that Amy Klobuchar is everyone that works for her thinks she's nuts. I, I, and I was like, I what? literally cannot speak to this. Okay. Because I've heard firsthand stories. Um, mental. Apparently, and a bitch, but that's fine. Whatever people yeah. call women bitches, I, yeah. I ignore that. But like, yeah, well, she's not going to win either. But uh, again, it's a like, lot of it's Amy. casting. And a lot of it's casting. A it's lot of it's just like, do I want to look at this person for the next four years? As an American person, I'm going to have to look at this motherfucker for four years. I mean, Donald Trump doesn't look great. Donald Trump is the biggest one of the was had the number one TV show for he five did. years. And I watched he it. He doesn't and I loved look it. whatever. He, for all he doesn't. He looks like something. <laughs> That's all you got to do. You just Bernie looks like something. Yeah, He's yeah. not. He just looks like a character. Right. OK, I see what you mean. It's like so. Chappelle used to complain about being ugly or not. Gonna, I'm like, you look like something. Right. You just, it doesn't There's matter. There's people who look like nothing. Yeah. You, just, you he looks like something. Can I do a character of them that you quickly go, yes. Who is the least character like on the, do you think on the campaign trail? Buttigieg is pretty boring. Buttigieg is like just a nothing. Just like, he's <laughs> like clear. Um, uh, he's clear. Biden is pretty clear klobuchar is very low charisma low very low um doesn't even doesn't even have a move like at least (laughs) i have like i can like smile and be a little warm and sexy and i can or i seem intense which if you need a problem solved great (laughs) if you need a comedy problem solved uh i'm trying to think of who else yeah it's just it so if you're writing if you're writing a sketch I feel like Amy Klobuchar would be hard to write for because it's like, eh, what are her things? Well, yeah, I mean, they Dratch plays her on Saturday Night Live and does well. Like, but she does her more. Yeah. She's being more her and funny. Well, yeah, it's like if the woman the from the person who brought you Debbie Downer <laughs> comes fucking Amy Klobuchar. Like, it's not, it's pretty, it's pretty easy. That is so um, funny. So, yeah, Warren's charismatic. Warren's charismatic. Um, Like... But what yeah, about, the, you know, who's kind of clunky is, um, what's a black guy Booker. Yeah. He's, he's a dork. So, he's such a dork. He's a dork. But who, you can do him. He's a, he's a character, quite the character. Right. But he, yeah, but he's not a character. He's not a funny He's character. not, it's, he's a fucking, you can't even really make, he's a dork. <laughs> he's such a dork. That thinks he's sexy. He does. Cause if he didn't say anything. And like lowered his eyelids a little bit. He could be sexy. Uh, yeah, but he's too. He There's something about faces. being a politician mm. that makes you end up just being like a lobby of a Sheraton. If a Sheraton <laughs> was a person, so like he's just like he's I'm sexy a, in the purple. I'm a rental car place. <laughs> like I'm just kind of a. a I don't have have any real fixed beliefs or uh, I don't you're not I'm not especially nice. I'm not dumpy, not luxury. I'm just right in the middle. 
I'm half white, half black. You know, it's just like a bunch of like, whoa. Um, he does fuck. Uh, what's her damn name? Uh, uh, Rosario. It's got to have some charisma. All right. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Um, Doc Watch. Doc Watch. Uh, have you watched The Pharmacist on Netflix? No, I haven't watched The Pharmacist. I've watched McMillions. McMillions A is a ripoff of a buddy of mine named Billy Corbin who directed like The U and uh, Broke mm. yeah. and uh, Screwball, which was about uh, droids, steroids, and baseball. Does it have it broken up into like segments? It's like just that? very. It's very. It's very like, poppy. It's, poppy. it's, it's Super very poppy. poppy, which is kind of Billy's style. He he lives in Miami and he makes movies kind of about Miami. He did oh, yes. Cocaine Cowboys. Oh, okay. Um, and they're kind yeah. of go- there's a like a silliness to it. All the that, elements they take the like B yeah role, like they like kind the- of funny reenactments and shit like that. Um, again, but I don't understand art and metaphor. Um, I don't under I can't I can't appraise films in any way. Petty callback. Um, That's a yep, petty callback. There's a guy who uh, who's who's. Uh, whose name is what I'm going to start calling myself. <laughs> um, so, but I, and McMillian suffers from, to me, I'm only watched two of them. And one of them, I was a little distracted, but there's two strains of the story. There's like right. the FBI strain and there's the mafia strain. The guy, the I don't Uncle like the Larry FBI guy. thing that is a little confusing. Hopefully it gets yeah. clear. But I like I, the FBI. That FBI really, guy is fucking funny as shit. No, he's amazing, but it's the sto- it's hard that to story take it. They clear, just feel fractured. But the mob part is a little feels. I don't know. It feels like it doesn't. They're not covering it as well as they're covering. They don't have as much. I don't know. It's it a just, little confusing. It's. I don't mind the FBI guy. He's very like charismatic and easy to watch. It just seems uh, a lot of him in his life. And not a lot of the story. Yeah. So now I'm just like watching about this guy who was bored and really needed to get a story, like get on the case. And it's just like, okay. Yeah. Like we don't, I don't like when people make things seven parts for no reason. Cut I to don't the even story. know if that's, I got to rewatch part two. Cause it's, I, there's something a little off about it, but I don't, I can't put my finger on it. But hopefully it's just yeah going to take off. And, yeah. Uh, I have a useless observation. Oh. Got a little something for you. Got a little something for you. Got a little something for you. Something for you. Thank Dude. you, Will. Damn, Will. Um, seven-year-old girls and 55-year-old women dress the same. Okay. It's a useless observation, but they both like those Mary Jane shoes. They both wear sort of goop. They dress like the Morton Salt woman. Where they're wearing like <laughs> knee highs and sweaters, and I don't have a split screen. I was going to prepare it, but do your own searches. Seven-year-old girl wardrobe, fifty-five-year-old woman wardrobe, and I have a theory. It's because one's pre-sexual, one's post-sexual, so they don't have to worry about being attractive. First of all, it's kind of fucked up. Fifty-five. Oh, okay. Sixty. Fifty-five. I feel like old ladies. No. Like 70. Okay. 75. 75, 70. But I'm talking about like, if you, you watch about? like an old mom pick up their daughter at school, they're okay. usually dressed the same. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Not like a young mom. older parents. Yes. An older mom dresses IVF similar. sort of situation. Yes. An IVF, an IVF mama. <laughs> 
um, would have been a good title in a different week. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's a useless observation. I like it. Yeah. So <laughs> why not? What a song. What a song. Let's go to the emails. It's time to check that email. You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca, big fan OG Feeler. I'm from the Toronto area and work for IATSE. That's the union as a driver for TV and film production shooting in the Toronto area. I'm curious if this the express request of most top tier cast and crew to have the drivers not speak during trips to and from set, hotel, airports, etc. I only ask because every production I've worked for, the transpo coordinator and captains give us explicit instructions to not speak to anyone on the top end of the call sheet. I can't tell you wow. how many dead silent hour plus long drives I've had. The awkwardness, at least to me, is extreme. It is, uh, it's not like I'm going to pitch a script, but here, but a hello would help. Anyways, please let me know. That's weird. It's not weird at all. Most of them will pitch a script. I that no. So it makes sense, but I didn't know a lot of like past van drivers. I've been in on set are talking, right? Are you glad? Who I don't want to. The, the problem is you're an asshole. If you're the top tier talent, you're an asshole. If you a you want to concentrate, you're going to work. Right. Where you if you're an actor, you had to memorize a bunch of shit, and you're going over you're it. Going and you're going over the shit. You being have to do. driven to set most likely. Yes. So, and then the other thing is, you get pitch scripts all the time. You don't, and if you can't have, uh. You're you're captive. You're an asshole if you say no. Uh, and B, there's a thing on Uber where you can say I don't want to talk it. There is on Uber on like the high. If you go to Uber, whatever the oh. black car thing, one of the things is uh, I don't want to talk to the driver. Yeah, who ev- wants everyone- to talk? I don't want to talk. Like it should be. I'm sure they don't say like if they talk to you, don't say a fucking word. Just like no, don't just don't initiate. Don't initiate it. Uh, cause people, and the other thing is that happens is drivers are fucking gossipy. So I don't want to hear about, you know, who's a real bitch. Like, cause I know you're <laughs> going to say it about me eventually. Right. Exactly. So there's a reason it's like, did I ever tell you the thing why I don't like rap parties at the half baked rap party? Cause I remember anything, a drunken cameraman said, why do you get to be funny? Whoa. Which is so fucking crazy. What what was he What he meant was, why do you get to be a comedy writer and I'm a cameraman? Right. But why did he equate you two on some some level? Because we were in the same place. Oh, yeah. It's the same reason why people on Twitter think that we have the same skill level. Because we're in the same place. How can we not have the same skill level? Jesus Christ. Um, What did you say to him? Nothing, but we it's just, just like, God, again, 25 years ago, I'm still like, Jesus, like, duh. that's why you don't, cause people get, whether they realize it or not, they're, they're, uh, aggressive and hostile to you because you're in the backseat. Right. You know what I mean? Like you're being driven. So you're, you have more status than them. Mm. And here comes fucking fl- little flicks that like, you know, that's why. Yeah. 
So again, it seems like this classist blah, 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 thing. It's just like, dude, I got to work. I don't want to have to worry about negotiating my relationship with you. <laughs> Goodbye. Like, just let me fucking work. Can I work? You've got mail. Dear Neil Miyaka, I love the podcast. I've been listening since episode three. I like how he didn't listen to the first two. <laughs> it's like, it's quickly become one of my favorites. I just listened to last week's podcast where you answered a question about the hypocrisy of being in the military, uh, of people in the military being conservative. I wanted to send an email out for a long time and I figured this would be a good topic to jump in since I'm also in the military, Navy to be exact. I'm also black. So I'm going to take this discussion to the next step and throw in the racial element because we know how much you like to take it there. You motherfucker. <laughs> he knew. How dare you? Um, uh, being a black person in the military, I couldn't help but notice that sense of patriotism that white people have when they joined in is uh, lost on me. Gee, I wonder why. Me and most black... I'm sorry, this is, there's a lot of... Being a black person in the military, I couldn't help but notice that sense of patriotism that white people have when they joined is lost on me. Uh, uh, gee, I wonder why. Me and most uh, other black service members I know only joined for the post-9-11 GI Bill and the sense of financial stability. Our white counterparts, on the other hand, want to do all the stereotypical military things, shoot people, earn a medal of honor, waterboard prisoners, etc. That's on their to-do. They're on their dream, on their dream journal. Um, uh, just one on their bucket list. Just wanted to know how Neil feel and what Banks thinks about how the racial inequality in America is reflected in our military. Keep up the good work. Uh, I've also recommended Anchor to a few friends. Great, so it's working. Sincerely, it's working. Petty Officer, which I would like to now be concerned, known as Petty Officer Neil Brown. You will be. Thank you. Um, uh, yeah, I think it's exactly what we've always said, which is if. The sense of patriotism in America is largely nil. It's not, I'm not going to say it's non-existent, but it's like um, Roy Wood does a joke about how there are black songs about cities, but there are no black songs about America. Yeah. There's like California knows how to party. Right. There's Oakland. There's like, California yeah, there's like Dallas, Atlanta. New York, Chicago, like Brooklyn, Miami. It's the same thing in Germany. Everyone's, no one sports the German flag outside of uh, Olympics or. That's really funny because it's like, I do a joke about that, which is like, you can be Irish. As a white person, you can support Ireland. You can support Europe. You can support Belgium. You can't be like Europe. (laughs) And also in terms of countries, you can support them all. And then you go Germany and people are like, hey. (laughs) thank you that's german guys he said Achtung. uh yeah so everybody supports their state or their city hardcore especially because everywhere everybody has a soccer team mm-hmm. so usually and they're usually the colors of whatever the city's flag is so i think the patriotism comes out heavily locally mm-hmm. and almost non-existent uh nationally except olympics and do you think that that has to do with 100 oh 100 okay it's a shame thing everyone feels very shamed there's a um there's a the national anthem in germany mind you made way before hitler Hitler. sorry about hitler seriously (laughs) there was a mix-up he was charismatic that's the problem so charismatic again over over 30 charismatic beware Ach, Ach, tongue. tongue um I'm trying to throw it on 
Um, so uh, everyone feels very shamed yes. because of that. And it's just in the, it's in the fibers of it. So if you're not, if it's not the Olympics or the world cup, no one is sporting the flag. And I went there during when the Olympic, when the world cup was in Germany and I was walking through a neighborhood and I thought it was a Nazi neighborhood. Why? Cause everyone had oh, a German flag. Funny. I was like, holy fuck. Do you know fuck. I was in Italy during the World Cup when they won? And it's maybe the most fun thing I've ever seen in my life. What is that, 2007? Six. Six? Seven. It's so fucking Six. fun. That's so goddamn fun. Like just oh my God. Vespas and dang, 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 dang. Like the, it was fucking adorable. Did you get wasted? Say again. Did you drink? Yeah, I had two beers. It's pretty crazy. Ew, I went pretty nuts. I went ham. Dutch peroni. I went ham. I went ham. Um, so... So yeah, of course they're, of course they're not gonna. I mean, that's yeah. There's their black patriotism. Been wronged is, by this damn country. At this point, it's like Chris's joke. It's like a uncle that molested you, uncle that paid for college, but also molested <laughs> you. Um, like, also, like the only time I've ever referred to myself as American is when I'm not in the country. That's funny. Well, that's a, yeah. That's, Who's like yeah, I'm American? It's like but. No, from California. Well, you wouldn't. Yeah. No, people, they have the flag on everything. People who've never had a passport are American. More likely to. Yes, there is a the Venn diagram of owning a passport and an American flag (laughs) do not overlap. And no, they in no way overlap. Mutually. Yeah. If you have one, you will not have the other Uh, because you just. But now having said that, it's a whole other issue, but. Going to other countries does make you go, eh, America's not bad. Not so, not so bad. Yeah, like it's the, like I said about China, it's like you. there are 10 basic human rights and every country says pick four. Like America, <laughs> I like our, our four are pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty good. I do notice, especially a lot of European shit on America, and I always make the argument, I'm like, be in any way, shape, or form physically handicapped. In Europe, you're fucked. Oh, in Europe, you stay. I'm like, we have right, and then fantastic but, you know, that's the number laws. one complaint people who open small businesses have is the amount of fucking ramps you got to build, and like it's like if you have 15 or more. Yeah, it's true. And the fucked up thing is the a the ADA Americans with Disabilities yep. Association. They will just go to stores, measure it. They'll roll up on and stores. They, <laughs> Come on. Come on, guys. It's guys, I've been, I've been doing this 25 years. <laughs> Art's hard, bro. Um, and they'll sue you. Or you have to, and then you have to renovate your whole place. And this is, this is like a small business coffee There's, shop. I know home. of specific things like in where it'll come down to a ramp. They, that like, they can't zone for the rent. So they just can't, you can't open a business there. Like, just dumb My thousands friends, of those. Again, but they're right. They're right. But my friend's coffee shop literally was three inches and they, it cost them. They're like, we can, you either give us $10,000 or you renovate it for a little bit more. And they're like, yeah, we'll renovate it. And yeah, like, go fuck. It's yourself. also like, and we happen to run a construction company. So, <laughs> um, well, it's pop that audio, bro. You've got mail. Hey, Neon Bianca. Hey. My question is in regards to cultural appropriation in restaurants and whether or not you guys think that that's a negative thing. So some acquaintances of mine have recently opened up a uh, ramen bar in my hometown on Long Island, New York. And uh, none of them are the least bit Asian. 
The entire decor and the name of the restaurant are all incredibly Asian, but there is not a single Asian person working in the restaurant, front of house, or in the kitchen at all. I was wondering how nilly Philly and what bonkers stonkers <laughs> about white people opening up non-white restaurants. Let's say a group of white people opened a soul food restaurant or something like that, or Oof. you went to a Chinese takeout place. And everybody behind the counter yeah, was no, white, this is, and there was even can, a little yes. white kid no, they, studying let's for the go. SATs well, thank you. in the booth in the well. front. <laughs> Too many examples. Jesus, well. uh, first of all, furthermore, <laughs> what if there were Asian people but a black woman? Uh, yeah, that's the that's the my only line with cultural appropriation is don't sell it. Yeah, don't sell you it. Do say that now. It sounds like he's in Long Island or something. Like I picture yeah, it in like Long a place Island. where there's, I don't it. What if I there's know. not I, any? I don't. I think don't sell it. But if there's no other, uh, you know, fucking j- people that want to open a Japanese restaurant, then I don't know. Then I kind of feel like it's not so bad. I'm not gonna lie. If there was like a dollar takeout spot, Chinese spot that was run by white people, I would go. If it was cheap. Yeah, like just you know the cheap Chinese spots, yeah. but if it was random, I'm like, what? I mean, what a well, twist. yeah, the Chappelle hates Chinese food because he's like, that's not what they serve in China. Oh, it's that's bullshit. his whole. I'm like, but would you like the taste? He's like, I don't care. <laughs> they don't serve it. It's the it's the fucking weirdest. Do you like he had the, the weirdest beef with it? Where it's like, what do you care? It's like, no, because that's not Chinese food. They don't it serve is. that shit in China. So the the whole like, there's no general sows in China. So right. even when Chinese people say it's general sows, it's like they made it up. Right. <laughs> they made it up. So I but again, for the most part, don't sell it. And um, and if they feel maybe give some money to some charities. I do kind of get annoyed if white people open soul food spots. But then there's also a hell of white people in the South that it's make also, that kind yeah, of again, food. So like at a certain point, just, I feel like it just gets it becomes um, public domain. Like Paula Dean making soul food, no one's gonna be like inauthentic. Yeah, yeah, um, you know. Yes, but there is. Um, there, there probably were some, um, and she's she authentically used the. Yeah, that's nothing that's, more authentic than that of, in the South as a white person making soul food. Um, <laughs> the uh, yeah, so I don't know. There's got to be a public domain at a certain point after, it's like it's officially public domain it's like a patent after seven yeah. years yeah like, that's exactly yeah. right like that the thing i the thing i did about uh medical patents goodbye you've got hey mail. Neil bianca love the podcast his question's mostly directed to neil but i'd love to hear bianca's thoughts too neil what was it like telling your religious family that you're an atheist were they surprised were they hurt and offended also when did you realize you were an atheist uh this <laughs> hurt and offended uh my my mom is the only one who's religious did I ever tell you the story? Like, so me and my dad didn't get along. I talked about it in three mics. When, when he was dying, he said um, that he goes, he goes, I'm not fighting cancer. Cancer's destroying me. And I go, you know, that that's a Christopher Hitchens line. Christopher Hitchens was also dying of cancer. I go, you know, it's Christopher Hitchens line. He goes, and my dad's like, oh yeah, I love Christopher Hitchens. I just, re- I read God is not great twice. Meanwhile, I love God is not great. And the fact that my dad listened to it twice and would still go to church mm. 
is like a fucking it's like wait what are you it's cultural it, at that point yeah exactly so it's like reconciling like most of my i don't know if anyone in my family is actually religious like my mom goes it my mom's actually like really believes everyone um, else is like ah hey i don't know um do you think it's because you guys were so force-fed catholicism like that irish you catholic become an atheist yeah well yeah i mean i think it makes you resent it for sure you can't approach it like with any with like an open mind when it's been like shoved in your mind was it used as punishment for you guys yeah it's still i still use it as punishment no i know but i <laughs> it dictates my entire life look at me um <laughs> <laughs> and i use it as other people's funny i'm old testament god this week um ron artest um old ron, ron artest and ron artest is old testament meta world peace is new testament <laughs> um the uh the the yeah i don't that i no, my mom doesn't seem to care like i don't i don't know if i yeah she's explicitly saying an atheist she doesn't believe the way I feel about God is how she feels about my atheism, which yeah, is like, like no, okay, let no, him have don't. his little thoughts. Yeah, like enjoy, run around the yard. But <laughs> we all know uh, Pete Holmes. I did his podcast recently, and he was saying that his dad was like, "I never." Pete was an atheist, and he's like, "I knew you were never an atheist." <laughs> he like didn't believe that he was right. an atheist. So, um, so how about? Are there any things that you? Besides assholes that you don't like your mom hearing about? <laughs> uh, my mom's really cool about most things. You'd think like she's a fun loving mom, but she's really conservative about other things. And it's, it's a, it's like a gerrymandered line. There's no, it's not very black and white. It's not based on religion. It's just instinctually. I know my mom wouldn't love to hear about this or she would be totally fine with that. So that's it. But with she's, I don't know. I call it, like uh like latin religious they do everything candles in the uh, candles and like dios santa maria all that when when shit hits a fan it's like dios yeah but and they believe everyone's living their life no one is right they don't feel bad minutes a minute no but i was in when i was in iran but there's probably a moral judgment of like sluttiness or any of that stuff, right? Yeah, for sure. There's my mom doesn't love over sluts. sexuality. I love sluts. <laughs> also, my mom is uh, like I think her boob size is H. So she's K. gotta be a slut. <laughs> she's you know what that means. Hey, direct correlation. Um, but yeah, when I was in Iran, I was trying to get like find out where the haunted houses are. I'm like asking my grandma, I'm like, dude, any haunted Why? spots? Because I love haunted houses. And I believe in ghosts. How do you know it's a ghost or not just a woman in a burqa? Folks. Okay. (laughs) Folks, I'm a comedy writer, guys. Anyways. Some of it's great, some of it's not great. She was like, there's no ghosts, there's just God. Mm. I was like, no, no, I go, I know. But just like the haunted. Yeah, but Muslims believe in jinns and and shit. There's all kinds of like. She doesn't believe in jinns, but jinns are fucking scary. Let's not talk about them. (laughs) I don't want to talk about Jinns. Oh, so great. (laughs) So crazy. I, so crazy like that it's in the book that there are jinns and yet no one can show me a jinn they just go he's a jinn it's a witch can i it's a genie but right anyways but can i tell you something whisper keep your voice down in i'm scared i just you can't say stop saying gin yeah i think so- it's beetlejuice it's it's <laughs> candy man sometimes this is kind of fucked up but 
Tell me if this sounds ludicrous. Luda. I, <laughs> Will, shut up. Um, I think sometimes people with going through bad mental health issues, I think they yeah, have a gin. Again, and yes, and people in Bali think that people with Down syndrome are <laughs> no, I'm bad not karma. That and they literally, yes, and they literally make, they won't raise them. They put them in a home. Why are you going to fucking make me equate me to a that? one-to-one equation. No, I'm just saying that it seems like something's in your head. You got to get it out. You know what I'm saying? If only it were that simple. Okay. Anyways. Audio caddying. Let's go. You've got mail. Hi, Neil and oh, Bianca. Video. Um, I'm sending this in because Neil recently mentioned that his brother was a caddy on the PGA Tour for a while. And during True. the Parasite Tweet Storm, mentioned that you <laughs> grew up caddying. So I would love to hear more about this. I feel like that job often yields very interesting stories. The other reason I'm sending this in is because I'm a big fan of the game of golf, but the culture really sucks. Uh, and it has a really fucked up and racist history. And uh, I'm curious you know, how you guys square away liking things that may have a fucked up. Past. You mean everything? Uh, that's good. That's good. Well, um, I like this. Guy. Everything has a fucked up past. Yeah, uh, does, what right? a nice frame, by the way. That's how I frame. That's called uh, giving the um, that's called giving yourself headroom. That's how I framed the Seth Meyers uh, Netflix special because I uh, but again, imagine if somebody else had done it with a better sense of art or metaphor. Oh, Lord. <clears throat> uh, golf is uh, I just I ate caddied growing up. Um, this guy mentioned in the written version of this how weird it is to just have a you're just basically a Sherpa mm. and <laughs> that's a good way they to act like you're not they or they just act like you're invisible. There's a line in Half Baked where uh, the scientist calls Dave janitor and he calls him scientist, which is based on an interaction I had caddying like a golfer said caddy. And I said, yes, golfer. <laughs> What'd they because, say? And they just, I, uh, I don't, I don't remember. Okay. Um, but it's just really, it's like a living class thing. Mm. And they, yeah, it's just like this, this like, well, you're old, you go over there, you fucking animal. We're going to go in here at this place. You're not allowed to go. So it just felt like being black for a little bit. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Like, and they, yeah, yeah. Why aren't they nice? I mean, you're they're not their- mean. It's just a thing where I'm they're paying you for a service and there's a bit of like, uh, right. but again, to the parasite point, doesn't mean I can murder them. <laughs> um, no. So again, sorry, but I've already ruined parasite. So <laughs> goodbye. Um, You've got mail. Oh, Banks. There's one on the next page. Just a quick one. Is Which the one is Read it? it? How Neil would turn up? Nope. It says thanks. And then the, there's a line that says just a quick one. Okay. Oh, I see where we are. Just a quick one. Please check in with Binks one week later to see how many pics of assholes. Oh, okay. Good. Please check in with Binks one week later to see how many pics of assholes she's gotten from listeners, either via email or DM. After her odd strip club confessional of loving seeing some asshole. My guess is six to 10 range. Also, did she see any? She really liked the great question. Um, so I've got the best question of the week. I <laughs> maybe the best question, of the whole fucking series, series? Podcast, 40 podcasts. Uh, I got a few questions of if I would like to see there. <laughs> and I don't know why I don't know. Like, did, I don't want to know. Just hit me with it. 
Don't ask me. You idiot. They're going to hit you with They're it. Not. Now. They're, okay. I, I'm not going to lie. I've only, I've gotten so little dick pic. Like, I don't In your are, life? Oh, no. No, on, the, on Instagram? V, via the pod? The pod, yeah. There's so much more, dis, uh, dis, there's so much more respectable than you think. Even the one guy asked me, he's like, did you want me to? I could stick my finger. I was like, you know, I'm okay. I'm fine. Guy, there was some stuff we cut out <laughs> that you weren't privy to hearing. Shut Leave up. Leave it at that. Shut up. All I know is Guy, not goodbye. none. And our listeners, believe it or not, not as much. They're not dirtbags. Um, yeah, they're respectful young young men and women. Yes. Love them so much. Um, they there are everything. And we're getting we're gaining popularity. You've got mail. Neil, the other night we we're waiting in line to get into a club and a girl came up to me and gave me her number purely based on the fact that she thought I was cute. We started texting later that night. Our conversation was friendly, but we were not really making a lot of sense. We'd been drinking, so we decided to chat the next day instead. <laughs> At the end great. of that agreement, I texted a simple heart emoji. The next day, I texted her and said, oh, my God, our conversation last night. She agreed and told me that she couldn't believe I texted her a heart emoji and we had just met and like it was not okay like it was a dick pic or something serious like an asshole picture after a few more texts it was clear that it was a deal breaker and we never spoke again now to me a heart emoji when used in that context is just a harmless gesture not meant to say i love you but also uh but almost like an innocent endearing salutation am i wrong how neil finky what pinky thinky uh would she be turned off by that um, if she was the aggressor and giving, why would she be turned off by that? If she was the aggressor and giving the number, yes, my point Anyways, exactly. Pot, yeah, uh, I. So Jimmy Carr recommended a book. Jimmy Carr, shout out to Jimmy Carr, Jimmy Jim, the great Jimmy Carr, called "Everyone Lies," um, which is basically just about what people claim and then what's actually borne out in in uh, surveys, basically in, in Google searches. Mm. Like what did people, people say one thing. It's like everyone said, no, I'm not going to vote for Trump. And then it was like two points different than what the survey said. But they said something that I noticed just in life, which about men and women, whenever a woman in a conversation with a guy, cause they recorded conversations of dates. Whenever a woman uses vague terms of any kind, it means she's not interested in the guy. Uh, like I might go to this. I might get another drink. I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking like any sort of, which is something I noticed. I was talking about the girl I dated that was, I was like into, and I just knew she wasn't into me based on things like vague. What are you doing later? Maybe I'll, I might text shit. It's not even that direct. It's about any vague language that they use is a bad sign for you. So what I would say to guys is once you once a girl starts talking vague, just bounce. Guys don't get the hint because women don't like overtly rejecting people. I'm sure some do, yeah. but most of them don't want to say no. I am physically guys don't either. super unattractive. Yeah, no one wants to bear that be the bearer of bad news. But women that's so it's so true because the amount of times I'm like, I don't know, like I might not. Mm. It's like it's they all become Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber. Like, so you're saying there's a there's chance. A chance. Yeah. yeah like, no, it, no, I know. But I that's said the, it in so many ways for like you to get it. There's vague. Anything vague about dating is not good. It's just a sign of like, I've been busy. Nobody. Any excuse. It's there's no there's no there's no excuse that's better than fucking. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, there's right. no, like, you're just, bull, you're just not interested. Right. If you want to invite me, you'd be like, yes, I'm yeah, coming over. Let's, do it. let's go. But, but I'm thinking about it. Well, and we, people have experienced that, like people into it. Yeah. So when you there's experience someone who's not. Somebody's into it and not, and you just go, yeah, there are women that I've, that have like kept hitting on, like that have kept it alive. And I'm going like, Hey, I got to be honest. I'm not. I'm looking at the way I'm texting you and I, I don't think I'm that interested I, or I'll say my interest <laughs> level doesn't match yours. Would and you so just... I would suggest moving on. Um, cause I'm not, I, cause they're not getting the hint. They're not getting the hint. So anytime a person uses vague That's language so in men or women, I think is fair. Guys do it cause they want to maybe fuck you later. If right. they don't spade, guy will that keep it joke open. about what? like, I'll come by late night. <laughs> Which means like I'm gonna wait and try everything else, and then at the last second I'll fuck you. Um, but that was really interesting, the vague language thing. So this girl didn't like you. It wasn't the heart. The heart was just the that you said something before that, and the heart was like the thing she's using as the excuse. Or but, maybe her friends were like, "No, don't." Do, like I don't know. Yeah, she had a change of heart. Glee, bling. Uh, yeah, like they. I just think she didn't like you. And then that was the final. That was her out. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, it happens. Didn't she, you say you, there was a ex of yours that kept picking arguments and that's how you yeah. know she, I think yeah, that was just it. Go, it's just like I, a heart, you yeah. dickhead. Yeah. It's like, I was getting, I got my haircut one time in Vancouver in 2005 and um, the it was beautiful hairstylist. And she was saying, she was talking about how her boyfriend said he didn't want to date a woman who couldn't do her own taxes. And I was like, Oh, he just doesn't want to date you. Yeah, no, It's not, he's making shit up. Like <laughs> it's, but it stuck with me cause it was so dumb <laughs> that she was like upset about it. Like, yeah, he said like it was a legitimate argument. The guy had like, yeah, that a woman should be able to do her own taxes. Like, no lady, she's, Poor fucking thing. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> You've got mail. Uh, this is a Kobe question. Uh, the guy basically says like, just why he feels the Colorado allegation against Kobe is so credible. Read the Daily Beast article, and then if you if you don't agree with me, email again. But otherwise, it's like we're talking about double standards. Yeah, there's the amount of fucking. He brings up Led Zeppelin and Robert Plant and fucking Jim Morrison and and Elvis and Jerry Lee. I mean, there's tons. He doesn't even mention Jerry Lee Lewis. Yes, there are tons. Yes, yes. But the laws are different now and the standards of the morality are different. Like, but why Oprah doesn't bring up or Gail King doesn't bring up Jimmy Page's sexual misgivings i don't i don't know because i don't think she knows about them or give a fuck also those guys are like doing thousand seaters but also kobe has still a pretty great legacy yeah pr brand yeah look at every brand basically dropped nike didn't put him in ads for two years like don't don't act like it's gail and oprah it's a bunch of people right um so goodbye 
Uh, this is about Mamba mentality. Okay, this is interesting and about fatness, so it's double. And I think we got to leave. You've got mail. Um, how Neil feel and what Bianca thunk? Uh, I wanted to start off by saying I typically agree with most of Neil's pessimistic opinions. <laughs> but after listening to... Thank you, sir. That makes my life a little more <laughs> optimistic. Uh, but after listening to Get It How You Live, I wasn't too sure I agreed that the mama mentality trend was stupid. I typically think that hashtag activism and social media grandstanding is very corny. But after the Kobe tragedy, um, it did seem like people were genuinely motivated to better themselves and were trying harder to reach some of their goals. I'm currently a fat fuck oh who's been making his words, not mine, who has been making excuses to get back in shape. Stay motivated. The Kobe incident mixed with the constant reminder of how hard he worked really struck a nerve that made me think about my own mortality, which has given me significantly more motivation than the previous few months. May sound stupid to some, but I think any motivator is better than nothing. Also, I wanted to touch on the recent debates about fat people. As someone who has had a back and forth relationship with weight my entire life, I have to 100% agree with Neil. I come from an Italian family with zero nutritional awareness, terrible genetics, and predispositions to diabetes and obesity. I've gotten, I, however, have gotten in good shape multiple times in my life, but eventually fuck it up due to reverting back to old habits and or laziness. But every time I've lost a significant amount of weight, it has only come from restricting calories and cutting up my favorite stuff and replacing with some of my lesser favorite things, pasta, um, uh, replacing pasta and alcohol with salads and smoothies um, and exercise. Also, a good dose of fat shaming or internal guilt has always pushed me to get to the gym or eat better. That's just me, though. I don't want to speak for all fatties because I know a lot of them tend not to be physically, not to be just physically soft, but emotionally soft as well. <laughs> Sorry if this is a little long. Sir, if you're agreeing with me the whole time, no letter is too long. I just want to say that if he agrees with Neil 100%, he also agrees that he probably has some untreated mental health issues. Himself? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But but no, he is agreeing that all you have to do is cut out certain things and lose weight. But you also think that people, I think more that they, the obese again, people have okay, so untreated this mental is health. The New, York, the New York Times had an article about obesity. I'm just saying, he has to agree with that too. Of course, I Can't think agree they with both. The one. I think a lot of it. I think it's more bad habits than mental health. Personally, uh, the so the average American diet. Um, in 1970, the average American ate 2,000 calories. In 2010, it went to 2,400. Uh, that's 40 years. Now we're in 2020. I bet it's probably around 26, 2,700. So that's 700 calories. That's the third more for everyone. Mm. So do you, are you telling me that a third more people in America have mental illness than they did in 1970? That makes sense. It no, it doesn't. Because violence was so much worse in 1970 than it is now. Mental illness, illness, ugh, mental illness doesn't lead to violence. I mean, yeah, mental does. illness can also just be depression or anxiety or whatever. But I don't think it's worse now than it was. It's that's. I don't think that it's gotten worse demonstrably. Violence is a great indicator of of uh, mental illness, and to say that somehow people there's 33 percent more people have mental illness that they're dealing with that's leading them to overeat this is an aggregate 30%. you said that you think people who are over obese or morbidly obese are dealing with untreated mental health issues i that's yes, what i'm talking about but that's I'm talking, all i'm talking but about what this guy what the new york times article is saying is we're eating we're just eating more yeah what, but but that's, how, so I don't what i'm saying is they have untreated mental illness 
I don't, but I don't think it's, I think it's mostly habits. I don't think it's they're uh, schizophrenic or depressed or, and then not, and just eating it. I think that there are this probably around the same amount of people that are uh, mentally ill in 1970s or now there's just more food. So you have to come up with a fucking plan for how to approach it the way your friend Neil does, the way your friend Bianca does. I can't just eat anything. Right. I know that I but have. We know we have fucked up portions. I mean, go outside this country. But I don't a think people did. Right. But again, but we talk about how many oh, people are going outside. Factor, again, how many people are going outside this country? You don't have to leave this country to know that our portions are fucking huge. Some how places would they know they Bianca. If the only thing you've ever known are American portions, that's the right portion for sure. If like knowing that like a small fry in Europe is a large fry in Europe is a small fry. In how would you know that? You wouldn't know that. And that's not what I'm talking about. But, you know, this idea of like eating a lot to go boxes like that sort of I mean, you don't have to know something different to know that is like our portions are huge. I I don't think I think that people don't know that our portions are big. I genuinely really think think, I I just promise you they they disagree with somebody at Shoney's or Apple. They don't fucking know what the portion should be. (laughs) Right. They have no idea. Most people. Because we wouldn't have the obesity issue we have. Like, the stats are insane. Uh, How do Americans really eat and how has that changed over time? We analyze data. Uh, While the nation eating habits don't change all that much from year to year, looking at them over 40 years shows some significant changes. We eat a lot more than we used to. The average, yeah, 23% more. So, it's like... Well, I remember reading this article about just the evolution of chickens in America and how big we breed them and how chickens now are like double the size of a chicken, not double, but significantly more bigger breasts, bigger wing, like bigger everything. They're all, they're steroid, they're roided out. They're on the juice. And so it's like, there's a reason why our chickens, you know, are bigger. They're bred, they're like, Purdue has... The, it's there. The, all of the farmers are in competition with these other for the fattest chickens. Oh, Purdue's the worst. Like it's fucking disgusting. Yeah. So when I said there's mental illness, I was being dishonest because I genuinely believe that it's mostly just a lack of willpower. Okay. I was trying to be nice, and you're calling by me saying, on it. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm calling. You're calling me on it by saying it's mental illness, I, or by reminding me that I said it's mental illness between you and me. <laughs> is that a Neil gun? I don't apologize? believe that most of the things I do are because of mental illness. That's not an excuse for my behavior. Like, uh, so I don't think, I think that most people don't have portion control, don't have willpower, don't have, and they, uh, they, do they get into a spiral about it? Yeah. But there are things in my life. If I have something, if I have to write something, I have shame about not writing as much as Bill Burr. Mm. So am I, oh, don't, Neil's mentally ill. No, I'm not. I just fucking, if someone writes more than me, it bums me out. I love when you argue against yourself. Yes, Neil, shut up. <laughs> don't tell me to shut up. Um, so, so I don't, so you know, funny. like I don't believe, I believe that shame works. I did a joke about it the other night. Sure work for smokers. Have them go wait out by go the trash over with the raccoons. <laughs> that worked pretty well for smoking and raising taxes. And is is uh is fast food as bad as smoking? No, actually, it's worse because <laughs> it's fucking insidious and it's encouraged. 
So it's a food, it's a fucking portion control problem. It's a portion availability problem. If you want to not be fat, you have to go in with a plan. It's like going into a casino where you go, I have a limit. Penny slots. And I'm going to play the penny slots or I'm going to, I'm 200 bucks. Mm. And if I lose that, I'm out. If I get, if I make 500, I'm walking. If I lose 200, I'm walking. You have to have a plan. I can't have ice cream in the house because I will eat whatever container it came in. I will eat the ice cream cream until I'm fucking out of it. I know that about myself. I'm, I'm the same with bacon. I refuse to buy bacon. It's so funny. I will just stand over the stove and fry it, pat it, eat it until it's all gone. I have no control. Yeah. So I don't that, ever. I, I don't think that's mental illness. I think it's just some <laughs> shit you like. No, and uh, some shit that like and ice cream is not about mental illness. It's sugar on my mm-hmm. brain. Like and I have to. But sugar does. Sugar, yes, it it, can there's, there's a addict, mechanism. There's to, a yeah, lot of abs- addiction. I absolutely think I'm addicted to sugar. There was not, Tristan Thompson said something about LeBron, about LeBron's diet, and he goes, he literally has the worst diet. He puts syrup on everything. Ugh. Um, like look at it. It's actually a really funny quote because it's so. <laughs> he's like this motherfucker. Actually, he's just built like that. Right. He goes, I tried to eat like that. It didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, so, uh, some people can take it and some people can't, I can take a little bit of ice cream. I can't take a lot, a lot or else I'll just be fat. Yeah. Well. Um, so, and I had a brother who was fat, who's apparently lost weight because shame works. Christianity, as much as I, we've talked about this, about, about how religion started many wars. You know how many punches to the face religion has prevented? Mm. Like it may have caused the, the Inquisition and all that other shit, but it stopped a lot of people. It's created so many people doing the right thing in the face of of difficulty, and it's hurt and it's prevented people from doing the wrong thing. Right, too many times to count. It's you can't. The numbers are so huge that as bad as everyone likes to say religion is, including me, um, I think it's a scourge. <laughs> And mom, I hope you're hearing loud and clear. Is that right? Um, so, yeah. Uh, there's a restraining order Goodbye. one that's a bit of a bummer. We have time and for one more. There's a restaurant one that's pretty good. Do I've been have- a restaurant chef for 20 years. You Here's your answer about, um, about if your server leaves to go home while they still have tables when they're shit people. Oh, sorry. If your server leaves to go home while they still have tables, then they are shit people. <laughs> And don't deserve shit. Also, that is a horrible manager to even let that happen. I said that the guy's been a restaurant chef for 20 years. Um, (laughs) You leave when your job is done. Unless there's an emergency, finish what you start. Unless there's an emergency, finish what you start. This is extremely disrespectful to the table uh, they were serving. And if Skylar wants to leave, I don't know why you got to be Skylar, wants to leave early because her Coke bag arrived again that's my other my Coke other bag. observation, which is most service people are on drugs. Most pe- most waiters and waitresses are on. They are. are. There's high. a lot of cocaine. A lot of cocaine and a lot of. Thank you. Thank you. It's most weird. Servers I are don't on cocaine or are high. I, I, well, not most. A lot. A lot have a drink in their system. Uh, like a small majority are on cocaine. What about weed? Oh, I don't know. I think it makes your job harder. I you have do, to do too, but you can tell 
when they're like looking at you, like trying to remember the shit, and you're like, oh, this is not gonna go good. That's where you're like, motherfucker, write it down. Do write the, it down. I think it's so weird when servers don't write it down. And then when there's a mistake, it's like, I'm gonna fucking fu- yeah. kill you. That's Let's just avoid it, the situation. Yeah. Um, I used to, me and my ex used to call it, uh, waiters who won't write the thing, won't write it down. It's like people who, they're riding their bike right. and they're <laughs> hitting handlebars. It's like, just fucking grab the handlebars. You're not gaining anything. You fucking asshole. Um, uh, okay. Uh, you uh, you want to leave? You deal with losing the money. They deserve the attention of the person who started taking... take. This is poorly written. Taking care of them, how they like their drinks, etc. <laughs> Most places don't pull tips because Most it is... Most places don't. It is, if it is not anonymous decision with all the... I think he meant unanimous decision yeah. with all the servers... To do so, it is illegal, at least here in New York it is. FYI, most servers don't want to because you can be the greatest server and Johnny Fuckface who refuses to work gets the same amount as the best one on the floor. Binky dude, when do you when do you know servers to wait the whole week to get tips? They pull here night of, they want their money for blow and vape juice. I get don't know. Your head I think out of your ass. That's the sort of language that people use for me. Also, uh, having her head I in just... an ass is 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 uh is a delicacy to Bianca. So first of all, love me some assholes. Second of all, <laughs> uh, I didn't make up. That's not an assumption. That's just everybody. I, I know who works at a place where they pull tips, get it at the end of the week. Yeah. I, I've had the opposite. So, I guess the opposite. So we'll chill. get your head into an ass. Yeah. Buddy, fucking my Bianca. ass. Come get your head into an I ass. I live Bianca's, one, two, three, four Bianca, Candyland Lane. Come on. Bianca bought, brought an ass, actually. She happens to have one on her as we speak, and she'd be willing to let so you fucking, fucking nice. stick your head in it. All right, we got to go. Um, Love you. You Love guys are you. great. God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> you fucking atheist. Goodbye. How you feel? How you feel?